The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toy.com. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the Geek Revolution. And welcome to another episode of Weeby Geeks. It is the Dashing Duo, Derek and myself, Mike. Uh, two more shows left in the year after this show. With this show, three more shows. Went by quick. Yeah. We will be ending the year, if things work out right, on five, uh, 4.30 or 4.55. Episode 4.55. Wow. So, um, nice. next week, we're going to have guests. Uh, from the the hidden little gem called Christmas Karen, or Christmas Karen, uh, we're gonna have uh, people from that project on next week. It's become a, almost a little internet sensation, which which I'm excited for. Oh, nice! And it marks the return of John, who we had uh, earlier in the year around uh, with his Halloween film. So, uh, check out. The homepage, WeebyGeeks.net, uh, and support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15% off your purchase there. Uh, just to give a plug from one of our partners over on Wookie Radio, Rebel Sabers, use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase there. As you heard uh, before the intro, use code WinGeeks15 for 15% off your purchase at toink.com and you too can use it to pre-order yes this week's pick is a pre-order from toink and they will be available on 12 15 2022 as the star trek next generation stainless steel storage jar containers set to four and these look pretty awesome (laughs) i absolutely love I know you're you're gonna start looking. Good choice, good choice. I know you're gonna start looking, Derek. So let me save you the trouble. Mm. Coming through the chat. These things look great. 
Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. I almost, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, I get better pictures of these decals to almost do the exact hmm. same thing for Star Wars and making those look like uh, doing those decals in Arabish. That could be just as fun. Hmm. But the, I mean, these look great Star Trek wise too, though. I mean, yeah, absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, um, but yeah, use code WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase there on the storage containers. Star Trek storage containers. Next generation. So, um, sad news. Oh. Percy Alley passed away. Oh, yes. yes. The, the original Lieutenant Savak. Yeah, I was sitting there thinking, uh-oh, who died? Yeah. That's right, it was her. Percy Alley. Yeah. That was a bit of a shock. Yes, it was. Apparently, uh, from all reports, it was kind of a shock with her, too, that she didn't know she had mm-hmm. uh, she had cancer as, as early as you know, when she did. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty sad to to have happen. Mm. But lot, lots of great roles that she was in. Um, the Look Who's Talking franchise, uh, Cheers, obviously. You know, she had a she had to nod in Star Trek and a bunch of other projects. I didn't realize she was seventy one. Yeah, wow. yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, uh, our condolences to the Alley family. Indeed. Uh, but let's hit some some good news and uh, we'll start off with some collectible stuff. Uh, Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor is coming out. I'm sure we'll talk about this again on uh, on Wednesday on Wookie Radio. And um. Limited Run Games has a special treat. The company is producing a limited collector's edition for the game, which will cost you $299.99. Wow. What does it come with? I'm so glad you asked. You will get the game, a steel book, some DLC inspired by Obi-Wan Kenobi, a certificate of authenticity, hmm. And most importantly, a special magnetic box to store your very own replica of Cal's lightsaber hilt from Jedi Survivor. Really? But wait, hmm. this is no ordinary hilt. As you see, the hilt is compatible with the blades that you could get at Disney's Galaxy's Edge theme park with the Legacy and Savi's Workshop lightsabers. Nice. So you could take this hilt with you to the park and get a functional blade to put inside of it. So the so obviously with this, the same manufacturer that makes the legacy lightsabers for Disney is commissioned to make these for the game. And I'm assuming Disney's partially responsible for this because this will be a version of Cal's lightsaber that will not be available in the parks. Or at least at this time. Hmm. Interesting. Now, have you seen the trailer for the game yet? The game 
play trailer? I have not yet, no. Apparently, at some point, Kyle's lightsaber is a cross guard lightsaber, like uh, hmm. like Kylo Ren's. Hmm. So, hmm. so at some point, it'll become a cross guard lightsaber. That's not what you're getting with this uh, with this collector's edition. You're you're getting the normal saber, right? So it makes me wonder if the uh, cross guard will be the version that will maybe eventually be sold in the parks. Mm-hmm. Could be. So if I had bought the Calcastus Legacy Saber from the parks, I would be figuring out how to get this. <laughs> Just to just to have you know now go okay. There's another one that is parks related. I want to get to complete you know to complete that set. Right. That's where I'm at right now with Dooku. I wanted after listening to Dooku Jedi Lost. You know, as we talked about over on Wookie Radio, I fell in love with Dooku. You know, started to really understand him a lot more. Have a greater appreciation for him. Dooku. They <laughs> they don't do them right in the films. After listening to <laughs> after listening to Kevin Scott do the whole backstory and everything on him, it's like man, he got gypped <laughs> in the films. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, what we see in Tales of the Jedi. Even more. And then when they announced the day that Tales from Jedi came out, that they were doing a, or a Disney Plus day, that they were going to be making the the Count Dooku saber, his Jedi saber. I was definitely, yeah, I need to get his dark side hilt before, before he goes, uh, or before that one gets retired. And originally, I was like, Ugh, curved lightsaber hilt? Ugh. But the more and more that I've held one, or held his, or one somewhere, they're nice. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was odd at first, but I kind of find the the way I like to, when, when I do lightsaber, it's so funny. My brother will lightsaber battle like he's stage fighting, or theatrical stage fighting, or fencing. Which is odd <laughs> for me. I, I'm kind of almost medieval esque, or um, or how would you put it? Sort of like Marco Polo esque. You know how he was a a knight that went to the Orient and then learned that fighting style and, and the the merge of the two. That's kind of me. Mm-hmm. And of course, with the foot and the knee, I've become a little bit more. Um, more traditional, leaning more towards the medieval or more towards a uh, um, Kempo style, so to speak. So I'm not big on the flourishes, you know, the spins and all that. It's like, no. Oh, yeah, right. I'm not either. The curved hill is really nice for all that. It's like, okay, if I'm going to fight one-handed and only one-handed, this is great. Because I could, I could drop the blade Ahsoka style, where the blade goes behind me, 
and I could I could work it that way a lot easier. Uh, it it is a dueling saber, the the way that hilt's designed. It's a dueling style saber because that's the style that Dooku um, is a master of. Is I mean, it's a it's a one of the f- seven forms of lightsaber techniques or lightsaber forms, but this one is more of a uh, more of a dueling style, which dueling style has its purposes on the battlefield, you know, depending on your your statute. So, but yeah, to to see that you pre-order the game and you could get a Disney Legacy hilt and not have to go to the parks is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is pretty, pretty cool. Uh, apparently, uh, breaking down again. Um, copy of the game, official steel book, which I'm assuming steel book case to put the game in. Um, the Obi Wan, yeah, that's what... the Obi Wan inspired Jedi survival cosmetic pack, which is the Hermit cosmetic, the Hermit lightsaber set, and the combustion blaster set. Mm. And the little bit we do know about the game now is it takes place five years after Jedi Fallen Order. Really interesting. Yep. Yep. So we're heading, we're we're getting deep into the dark times. Mm-hmm. So we're we're now heading into, I guess, roughly the same time period as Kenobi, and as uh, Andor, that general, general prospect. It'll be interesting to see what is going on with Kyle during that time. Oh, with Cal? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe this is how we see. Uh, yeah, Cal. Sorry. But you know, maybe we could. Maybe this is a way of reintroducing Kyle Katon into the into the canon. That would be pretty cool. Maybe. So, uh, continuing on with lightsabers, but uh, a. L- a lot smaller and, uh, well, maybe um, made out of wood. Uh, 16 new interactive wizarding wands are heading to Universal Parks. When uh-huh. you when you are at Universal, did you see these? I did not, no. They have interactive wands where you can interact at different zones in the wizarding world of Harry Potter. And between the sensor and the wand, it will allow. Oh, yeah. I, saw, I thought you meant the new ones coming out. No, the new but ones. But I did. Yeah, I, I, I saw some of the some with their wands doing different things yeah. around the area. Zoe has two interactive. She has uh, Nefedora Tonks, which is her favorite. And she has a Hermione. Hermione was her first one. And. Uh, as she got deeper and deeper into Harry Potter, she really fell in love with Nymphadora. And when she found out they make a Nymphadora interactive, she got Nymphadoras. And I think she has Nymphadoras uh, non-interactive as well. She has the actual that she got from uh, the Noble mm-hmm. Collection. And the cool thing is the Noble Collection makes these for Universal. So, um, So there are... 16 new wands available, and these are more the gener- generic wands, so to speak. So, okay. so you could go, yeah. so you could go when you go to 
what used to be Pottermore, but is now uh, WizardingWorld.com, the official Harry Potter website, where you get sorted into your house and they tell you what your wand is. Um, right. These are going to be, they may not be exactly the wand shown on your on your profile, but you could get a wand. Uh, all right. So for me, for instance, when I, when Zoe, or when we did this as a family, uh, now I need to log in. No. Come on. So I am what? I don't have my password. There we go. So as it's loading up, my wand is an ebony wand with unicorn core is the primary thing. Well, they have, they sell now a ebony wand with unicorn hair, quote unquote, in the parks. So I could get my wand for generic wand, um, hmm. which is kind of cool. Uh, what's available is you and dragon heartstring, sycamore and unicorn hair, poplar and dragon heartstring, chestnut and unicorn hair, English oak and phoenix feather, maple and unicorn hair, laurel and phoenix feather, hornbeam and Dragon Heartstring, the Ebony and Unicorn Hair, Elm and Phoenix Feather, Black Walnut and Dragon Heartstring, Aspen and Unicorn Hair, Cherry and Unicorn Hair, Larch and Phoenix Feather, which is a Universal Orlando Resort exclusive, Walnut, oh. Walnut and Dragon Heartstring, which is a Hollywood or Universal Studios Hollywood exclusive, and Red Oak and Unicorn Hair Universal Beijing exclusive. Now I'm curious to know. Mm. So mine's available wherever. Now I'm curious to know what Zoe is. Zoe will be. Because I think if she finds out she could get her. Her is hers. Her is. Uh, hers is pine with unicorn, <laughs> which I don't see that listed. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, pine's not listed on here. Huh. <laughs> well, then I can get mine. She can't. <laughs> But the the wand I have adopted is uh, actually Dumbledore's wand from uh, Fantastic Beasts. It's pre Elder one. Hmm. But I I would potentially consider getting uh, getting the the official Ebony wand just to say hey I have it, you know? Yeah. That'd be kind of kind of cool to do. Hmm. Yes, I have my wand from Pottermore <laughs> that they say exists in Harry Potter. It's available now. Forget you, Zoe. They don't make yours. Stick with your <laughs> your, 
you stick with with your Nymphadora talks. And I know we don't call you Nymphadora. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if they actually list these, list the wands on the site. They used to. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Oh, they do have the new ones. Yes, new ones are listed on if you want. You don't have to go to the parks. You could get it right now on the Harry on the oh. Universal Studios website. Which is very cool. And for an ebony esque wand, I no, I think I'm actually gonna stick with my Dumbledore wand. Because I, I kinda like the way it is better. It's it's more kind of what I would be. But this is cool. This one's cool though. Seeing a better picture of it is pretty cool. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's uh, sixteen new wands. It's pretty cool. So thirteen available at each park because the final three all depends on which park you're at. Depends on which one you get. And I think with that, that could be the fun one of trying to get the three exclusive wands. Just to say, hey, I got the three exclusive wands. Right. Sort of like with Star Wars, you want the legacy lightsaber? Oh, the only one that's available at the Star Cruiser, which is the training the one modeled after the training saber, which you will only find there, is that ex- that lightsaber exclusive. Uh-huh. Which is a saber I want. So um so after three seasons. Star Girl had its finale on Wednesday. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. I'm way I'm way I am, on that show. I have watched maybe a quarter of this year of this season, which is probably further along than you. I don't know if I've watched that much. Yeah, probably. Um I think I'm only a couple episodes in. I don't know why, but it seems like this season has been a little harder to just stay into it. Well, well, having only seen a little bit of it, I can't really speak on it. But, but it hasn't drawn you back to to want to continue watching, though. So point proven. Yeah, really. So far, yeah. So it says point proven. Uh, I guess so. Huh? Now, while fans were hoping it would get a season four renewal, um, the series is getting advance warning that the show may not be picked up. So the way the show ended, I guess, was, uh, I guess, in a way to conclude the series, but still leave it open-ended in case they do manage a, a season four. Sure, that makes sense. I mean, this is possible because... Um, it could be picked up by another network or another platform. Um, Breck Bassinger. Re- Although previous- that would be, it's already been on two different platforms now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it started off as a HBO Max or not HBO Max, DC Universe only. The, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then once it went to become HBO Max and DC Universe merged into that. Which I was disappointed mm-hmm. that they didn't pull in everything off Disney Universe. They they got picky because there was a lot of classic stuff 
like the Kathy Rigby yeah. Wonder Woman was there. Um, the the DC's version of the Star Wars Holiday Special, Legends of Superheroes, that had the the roast of the retiring superhero. <laughs> um, yeah, that was on there. Uh, the Shazam series was on there. Uh, I think ISIS was on there. I mean, there was some great stuff. And when they moved it over to HBO, it's like or to HBO Max. I thought, okay, cool. The whole DC Universe line is going to be here. Nope. Mm. Only part of it. This is stupid. Yep. Bad decision number, whatever. <laughs> so, um, but they, so now, um, the question is, will there be a season four? Now, under the new gun regime, it seems like it may not be because even, uh, you know, I guess Flash is being renewed for one more season and it's going to be wrapping up next season, which I thought it was wrapping up this right, season. Yeah. And that's a show I have totally just dropped off from. Me too. Like so, two seasons ago. So yeah, uh, it'd be interesting to see. Um, is it a se- series finale? Is it a season finale? Only time will tell. Now, DC Studios has been having a hectic week anyway with the news that Patty Jenkins delivered a treatment for Wonder Woman 3 and the studio decided to go, uh, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it was also revealed that Henry Cavill shot a cameo for The Flash, but the studio may or may not use it. All depending on co-CEO... James Gunn and Peter Safran's plans. Mm. And this next line I'm going to save because it could be a story on its own, which it is. But now it's been revealed that the canceled Michael Keaton led Batman Beyond movie was expected to have one more familiar face. Oh. Christina Hodson delivered a pitch that saw Batman and Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer in a resurrected relationship. Huh. That would have been pretty cool. The question mm-hmm. is, would Michelle Pfeiffer have returned? I don't That's see why I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. I mean, returning with Keaton and doing a Batman Beyond, I mean to me, that just uh, that just screams gold. We've been wanting it for uh, years. She might not want to she might not want to sit in the uh try to fit in the costume again <laughs> yeah but at the, but at this point in time was she was she be was she still be that Catwoman, or was she be retired living or yeah probably yeah probably living retired with bruce sure. and working with bruce we don't need to see her in the suit anymore but to have a selena bruce relationship would still be great you know, mm. um, so yeah, it, it, that would have been curious to see. Now the plan, why did two people essentially do the same freaking story? Now to get back to Jason Momoa. Is one of them probably just, yeah. Ah, uh, Jason Momoa. Um, Jason Momoa may be done playing Aquaman, especially after I Aquaman and The Last Kingdom. Because he may be taking over another major DC Comics role. 
And in all yes, honesty, I heard that as well. In all honesty, I think this role is more Jason Momoa than Aquaman. After hearing this, <laughs> Jason Momoa yeah. as Lobo. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see. I see. <laughs> well, yeah, I kind of saw Jason Momoa as Aquaman. If you had initially said Jason, you know, before he took the role of Arthur Curry slash Aquaman, if you had said Jason Momoa as Lobo, I would have been said, I would have said, Oh, yeah. yeah. Of course. It's just like, I almost had the perfect actor to play Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider in Marvel right now. Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Yeah, I've heard that one mentioned before. I could see it. I I could see him. I could see him as as Blaze. Yeah. So, uh, be interesting to see. With Momoa leaving Aquaman and taking on Lobo, I would think they would have to scrap everything that's been put out under the DCEU slash DCU and literally oh, yeah. start over from the beginning. Yep. And if they're not doing another Wonder Woman movie, then that would be very easy to do. Yeah. Since they're not doing another Wonder Woman movie, does that potentially mean uh, Jenkins can possibly try and pitch her Rogue Squadron project back? Maybe. Since she'll have time for it. I just I just saw a headline that said there were issues with the script, I guess. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't delve into it to see what the issues were. Well, if it's anything like Wonder Woman 84, which Zack Snyder got his hands on that script. Uh, yeah, no, I don't want another Wonder Woman movie. Because uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Music-wise, biggest faux pas. Movie set in the 80s, and you played no 80s music in the movie. Hello? Yeah, but there were that was the least of the issues with the movie. True, but it's still I guess me coming from the audio side of things, that's a that's a major faux pas right there. Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you go about doing that? So I mean that that's not necessarily direct well, it is kind of the directors, but it's also the 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 audio team as well, the audio designer. You you had one job, dude. I understand you're following the director's orders, <laughs> but you had one job and you bombed. You could have worked one or two songs into it, but you didn't. You just didn't. Yeah, pretty bad. So And then there's so much with the story that I can't even get into it. Yeah. Just uh, uh here's a headline that should make you happy. Wicked director confirms Jeff Goldblum casting. Ah, very nice, very nice. Now, uh, now Derek, wait, I think I heard it. Derek now may go see a musical in the theater. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I think I remember. <laughs> I remember talking with Chris about this on Keepers of the Fr- and it's like the biggest uh, conundrum. 
in my head. I'm like, oh, Jeff Goldblum, love Jeff Goldblum, but hate musicals. But Jeff Goldblum, we musicals. We we talked about this a while ago when the rumor mills were going and there was no confirmation. Mm. But now having confirmations, like, okay, what you gonna do? What you gonna do, brother? Uh, so, um, well, other than that, I'm I, not gonna think about. <laughs> I have nothing else. He's playing a wizard too, I believe. I think he is. All right, so I'll open up the story and see. He <laughs> has been cast as the wizard, which I really like that. Which will be fitting for him, yes, very much so. Definitely. Um, now here, here's a fun one. Uh, the actress who does the voice of Elsa in Frozen, Adina Mazel, yes, is married to Portman, one of the Bash brothers from the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> I did not know that. It's like, really? <laughs> Don't ask me how that popped came up across my my screen but it did <laughs> it wasn't today it was like a couple days ago oops so uh any other thoughts or other stories oh wait just got news of another death gary friedkin star wars and happy days actor passed away come on you there did you lose me i am back okay my uh, my thing again. Uh, uh, Gary, Justin, Gary Friedkin, Friedkin, Star Wars and Happy Days actor, passed passed away at the age of seventy. Really? Yeah, passed away due to complications from COVID. He um, he was made his on screen debut in Under the Rainbow in nineteen eighty one. Uh. And appeared as Clarence, the elusive cook, who became the running joke in Happy Days. <laughs> uh, he was an Ewok in Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Uh, his last on-screen role was as Shorty in 2016's Mother's Day, final film directed by Gary Marshall. Oh, wow. So, uh, condolences to his family as well. Oh, that reminds me. Um, not to keep bringing bringing everybody down but there was another um another major death as well let's see if i oh we're talking jason david oh, frank oh i don't think i nope we are talking Oh, I didn't save it. Ah, oh, son of a... Um, it was one of the actors from Sesame Street. Oh, Bob. Bob McGrath. Yes. Bob McGrath, yeah. Yes. That yeah, he true. recently passed away. Well, let, how about on the up note, the Muppet Christmas Carol extended cut is now streaming on Disney+. Plus. Oh, cool. So I like that one, even though it's a musical, but, uh, and then apparently, uh, Aaron Kellyman and Jonas 
Sutamo shared uh, on Instagram side-by-side pictures of them from Solo to them in uh, the new Willow series. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty cool that they're working together. And then apparently, for those who uh, were fans of the show Jackass, apparently Bam Margera is reportedly in the hospital and on a ventilator. Oof. Wow. Yep. Almost hate to say it, that does not surprise me with him. Especially with the way everyone talks about how he was yeah. kicked out of the last last movie. Yeah. You know, with everyone else trying to clean up, and here he is still going uh, full tilt in the other way. So, uh, other than that, any any final thoughts, final stories, anything I missed? I have not. I haven't seen anything else. And with that, I guess we just say uh, until next time. So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production.